Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello and welcome to One Up Delivered Through the AI Podcast channel. Again, it's been a little while, but we've reasons, like... The gaming world does stop for a little bit, and football does take over. But Carl's also been moving house, so it's partly him to blame. But yeah, that was uh, as an issue. But yeah, gaming world—it it, we know the summers where the news is, and Carl's here with me to discuss all the news. We'll be previewing a couple of things, reviewing the PlayStation uh, state of play, and just looking at general news. Um, but Carl, how are you doing, bud? Not too bad, as, as you said, I was kind of caught in limbo for a, a few weeks there, kind of, you know, when you're moving out of one house, you, 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 it's hard to do things, and then when you're moving into another one, it's 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 tricky, um, but I'm, I'm glad to be kind of finally somewhat settled here and uh, able to, to, to get back to, to doing the things I love to do, which uh, obviously includes podcasting. And, uh, you know, as you said, it's been a while and uh, I think one of these is long overdue. I mean, I think when doing um, the post-match podcast a few times, Nina's asking me for plugs and I kept kind of kind of hinting that we, we'd get back at it, but we, we didn't quite get there. But we're here now and, and that's the main thing. So, so glad we're to be back in the seat and talking some games. Uh, how's things been for you? All good, all good. I mean, we know podcasting football-wise can be tough when your team doesn't have a great end to the season. But yeah, it's uh, it's been a it's been a strange few weeks. Obviously, it's a bit quiet now for me with all the all the recordings and stuff like that. But the the end of the season, it was sad. But yeah, I think eventually people will look back at it as a happy season. So it's been a it's been a strange couple of weeks. But uh, yeah. On to on to next season. On to next season, that's how you look at it. But um yeah, I mean we might as well do it in reverse order. We normally finish this with this, but I mean what 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 you've been well have you had chance to play anything with the move? A, a little bit. Um we got the, the PlayStation set up a few days ago and uh, we finally got back into um some it takes two, because uh, we never quite got to finish that, so did another level of that and we, we might actually Play Fantastic. play some of that uh, after the podcast again, um, and also dabbled in a, a bit of um, Among Us uh, with some friends and introduced uh, my fiance to it the, the other day. Uh, she murdered me twice in in uh, you know qu- quite quickly both times she was the imposter. So um, I think though that gave it a dead giveaway when she wasn't the imposter when I wasn't the first person to die. But you know, <laughs> um, you know what's What's better than a bit of spousal um, violence? 
in a gaming sense. In a gaming sense. Um, other than that, uh, not much, obviously, because you know I, I didn't have consoles set up for uh, quite some time. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm glad to, to finally get the opportunity to, to get back into some game. And now that my uh, my consoles are set up and I have a nice little gaming room uh, all to myself where, where I can uh, play games so that I don't take the, the big TV away. You know? uh, what have you been playing? Well, I've played a lot of, well, a few things, but big news is I've got a PlayStation. I've got a PS5. Sorry it was on sale. It was finally back in stock. I ended up getting the digital version, which kind of annoys me because I have stuff like uh, Ghost of Tsushima on, on disc, so no idea what I'll do with that. Um, but I got that. Uh, started playing Detroit Become Human because that always captured my eye. I need to go back to that, actually, because I've been back on um, Xbox mostly, which it, it is the way with your primary and secondary consoles, but on on Xbox, a lot of Apex Legends, which has now replaced all the other BRs, which me and my mates play. Um, I'm surprised I never played that earlier, to be honest. I know you're not the biggest Battle Royale guy, but Respawn just just make quality games, really. And it's much better than COD. It's much better than... It's not really the same, but I went back on Halo the other week and it just felt... It felt like a generational difference in games. Um, what else have I been been on? NBA 2K22, that came to Game Pass. So I've been on that a bit. Uh, Overwatch, as per usual, that's been on always on and off. Um, what else have I been on? Sniper Elite. Sniper Elite 5, that launched in Game Pass. Been playing that. It's it's Sniper Elite. <laughs> it's still the same game. But it's fun. I, I'm, I'm enjoying playing that co-op. Um, Still, it's still a fun game. Still a fun game, but that's about it, really. Um, I'm planning to go on Tunic at some point. I don't know why I haven't been on that. Seeing as it was a game I tracked for about three years on this podcast. Um, but yeah, I've a few things, a few, a few different games. I'm, I'm looking, hopefully, catch up with a few things over the summer as well. But uh, yeah, it's it should be it should be fun. Um. But we'll get into the news, Carl. I mean, we'll start. Do you, do you want to start us off with this first story? Yes. So Sega has announced a Mega Drive Mini 2, including Mega CD games. And this comes from Chris Scullion over at VGC. And Chris writes, Sega has announced its next mini console, which will be based on the Mega Drive 2. The Mega Drive Mini 2 will include 50 Mega Drive and Mega CD titles, including arcade ports and what Sega describes as a, quote, mysterious new work, end quote. The console was announced during a Japanese Sega live stream, which at the time of writing is still ongoing. The list of games confirmed for the console so far is as follows. Uh, Sly Feed, Shining Force CD, Sonic CD, Mansion of Hidden Souls, Popful Mail, Virtual Racing, Bonanza Bros, Shining in the Darkness, Thunder Force 4, Magical Taruto, Fantasy Zone, which is actually a, a new game that, that came, never came to the, the Mega Drive previously. The Mega Drive Mini 2 will be released on October 27th in Japan and will cost 9,980 yen, which is about $75. Uh, Sega is yet to confirm a Western release. 
and you can read the full story over at VGC. Um, I mean, it would be my expectation that this would come to the West because when they did their last mini game, uh, mini console rather, which was a, a game gear, they, they said that the next console they do will have more of a, a worldwide appeal. Um, I personally am I'm quite excited for this. I, I love mini consoles and uh, I love when they're done well and you know, Sega, after years of partnering with uh, At Games and producing, you know, plastic paperweights, you know, they, they went with M2, which is one of, like, the best port studios for bringing old games to, to modern consoles for their last one. And they also kind of included a lot of games that are ridiculously expensive to buy or are, like, not available in this region. Mm-hmm. And it looks like they're doing more of the same with this. I think, for example, Popful Mail, as far as I know, was a game that cost, like, a couple hundred quid. So, um, yeah, I'll, I'll be definitely picking this one up uh, once it uh, gets announced for the West. Yeah, I think I think these are a good... I think these types of consoles are quite good. I think people who grew up with the Mega Drive and, obviously, Nintendo starting to... Embrace it a wee bit more. I mean, they're bringing more into their what's it? What's it? Nintendo Online, not Game Pass thing. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think Sega's kind of coming back up a bit in the gaming realm, isn't it? Obviously, the success of the Sonic films, um, the new Sonic film uh, game that got shown the other day. I don't think that got positive, hugely positive looks at it. I haven't actually seen it myself. I forgot about it. But yeah, it's Sega seems to be on the up and. Releasing stuff like this, I, I'm not familiar with any of these games, but Mega Drive was my first console. It was mainly just used for Sonic and Echo the Dolphin. But, <laughs> um, yeah, it's. I, I I think these just have a place. I think they have a place if they're done well. I, I think they're just re, they're really good, like pretty cheap. If it is seventy five quid, if the if the yen um, converts well uh, properly, I should say, uh, it, yeah. 75 quid, something you'll just knock up and then maybe show your kids or something what you played as a as a, as a youngster or whatever. I, I, I think stuff like that's good. Um, but a bit of nostalgia for 75 quid, you can't really go wrong, can you? No, certainly not. And You know, I, I like that, you know, it's it's not just the nostalgia you're getting from them. As I said, like, they're they're including games that, you know, unless, you know, we, we go to uh, less honest means, let's say. You know, some, some games aren't easy to, to play these days, you know, because they're, they, you know, they haven't been re-released for, for modern consoles. So, you know, to get get an opportunity to, to have those those games there at your fingertips is a nice kind of bonus on, on top of that nostalgia. So, um, as I said, I'll, I'll be definitely um, the audience for, for this console when it launches. Absolutely, absolutely. Moving on then, second new story. Uh, Bioware confirms Dragon Age Dreadwolf as name of next game in the fantasy RPG series. This is from Eurogamer by Wesley Yinpool. Dragon Age Dreadwolf is the name of the next game in Bioware's fantasy role-playing series. In a blog post, Bioware touched on the subtitle, which is an, an alias of Dragon Age Inquisition's party member Solus. Solus the Dreadwolf reads the official blurb. Some say he might be an ancient elven god, but some say not. Others say a betrayer of his people or a saviour who now seeks to rescue them at the cost of your world. His motives are inscrutable and his methods sometimes questionable, earning him a reputation as something of a trickster deity, a player of dark and dangerous games, 
Bioware heavily hinted at Solus returning for the next Dragon Age all the way back in 2018, so a focus on the character shouldn't come as a surprise. Meanwhile, Bioware confirmed Dragon Age Dreadwolf will not launch in 2022, but insisted we're growing closer to that next adventure and confirmed plans to take. More Talk more about this game later this year. In February, the release window of Dragon Age 4, as we're calling it then, was pegged at late 2023. Yeah, Carl, I mean, it, it's probably overdue, a Dragon Age game, because we know the troubles Bioware's gone through. We've discussed them on this pod. I think loads of people have discussed them across various gaming um, media. But I think most people say Dragon Age Inquisition is their last is the last proper Bioware game, because Anthem was a mess. Uh, Mass Effect Andromeda was done by the B team, and a mess. Might have even been the C team. Um, but... Yeah, the more we hear about this game, we know there's all these events coming up in the summer. It just makes you want Bioware to get back to where they were, doesn't it? Yeah, certainly. I mean, it hasn't been a great few years for for Bioware in any sense. Um, You know, obviously Anthem, much covered on this very podcast, uh, what a disappointment that was. And then Prior to that, you had uh, Andromeda, which was just a, you know, a, a glitchy on, on the face and a, a hollow shell within. So, I mean, they they need kind of a, a return to form, and, and really, Inquisition was their last great game. And you know, some people would would make the argument that it was their their best game. I, I wouldn't be among them. I, I don't get me wrong; it's it's a great game, but I personally lean towards the, the earlier Mass Effects, but um, Inquisition nonetheless is a, a, a cracking game and, you know, we, we thought there'd be a much quicker turnaround to, to a follow-up and but it just seems to have been put back and, you know, multiple times and there's been a lot of changes at the, the studio but, you know, it's, it's just so important that they, they get that right because already by where they, they used to be in that kind of upper echelon of developers you know people who talk uh, you know about them alongside rockstar mm-hmm. and naughty dog and Bethesda. stuff mm-hmm. now they're probably not even in the second tier you know they're, they're, they're they've dropped a, a few tiers and you know I'm, I'm not sure maybe they'll ever get back up to to, to that top table because I, I think you know what you need to be at the top table is consistency and you know, that's obviously something they, they've lacked, you know, based on the last couple of games. But, you know, even to get up to, to the next tier, they, they really need a hit game. And, and hopefully this is it. And, you know, I, I don't see why it, it can't be because, you know, Inquisition was great. And, you know, I think there's a, there's a fantastic template there to, to follow for, for, for the next game. And, you know, obviously they've had this story in mind all along because, this was hinted at in a, a DLC for mm-hmm. for Inquisition, from, from what I recall. So, you know, they, 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 this clearly has been in the oven for, for some time. So ho- hopefully it comes out smelling good, let's say. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'd probably compare Inquisition to The Witcher. I mean, I never I never played Dragon Age before free, uh, before Inquisition, I should say. And Witcher, I played a bit of Witcher 2, but Witcher 3 was was the one. So I'd kind of compare them to... I'm, I'm hoping they don't do a cyberpunk and make a crap game afterwards. <laughs> um, 
I suppose they already have. Um, but yeah, it's it, it is I, I, like someone who's not a huge fan of the entire franchise because I know people have played Dragon Age from from number one. Um, but yeah, Dragon Age for it, it, it's probably one not. My top of my list in terms of looking forward to because we've seen so little of it but as soon as the hype starts I think it might be up there because Inquisition when did that come out? that must have been I think it was 2016 oh dear me it's been a while <laughs> yeah um, but yeah 2016 and I can't remember any other releases that came out that year because it was actually no Jesus 2014 2014 Jesus Christ oh I'm old (laughs) I'm old I'm old Carl I'm getting old um but yeah it it must it must have been up there for game of the year that year I'd be surprised if it didn't um but yeah Dragon Age hopefully we see something in these events if not maybe the get um. Game Awards at the end of the year if it's planning a 2023 release. But yeah, once we see this game, maybe we can start getting excited about BioWare again. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, you, you mentioned people that have been playing the series all along, and I count myself among them. I, I remember I, I picked up Dragon Age Inquisition when a, a friend of mine who'd borrowed my copy of Oblivion lost my copy of Oblivion. And he gave me money, and instead of buying a new copy of Oblivion, because back then, you know, I, I didn't have the money to, to buy games at, at will, I decided to, to pick up um, Dragon Age Inquisition instead. And I, you know, I wasn't disappointed. Like to me, it was a it was it was a, a game that deserved to be mentioned in, in the, the same sentence as Oblivion. Like it's right up there mm-hmm. as a an RPG, like I adored it. I played through it multiple times. Uh, I picked up Dragon Age 2, was, was much hyped for that, and it, it disappointed. You know, it wasn't a bad game, but it was just a, a step down from the first one. It was a lot of lazy development. I mean, I, I, I've joked about it on this podcast before, how the dun- the dungeons, they basically just like use the same map and just block off entrances by just sticking a boulder but it's it's painfully obvious what they've done, and you know it's just it's just as I said, pure laziness. But you know, I, I still, despite that, maintained hope for the third one that they did come back strong, and they they really did for Inquisition. So, um, you know, I, I think all in all, like it's a very strong series, and I'm hopeful that the the fourth one um, would um, kind of will pick up where it left off, and, and will bring Bioware, you know, back, back up in, in, in that conversation. And uh, for the record, actually, it, it was it was Game of the Year at both the Game Awards and the Dice Awards in 2014. So pretty much it, it won the two big awards. So, um, yeah, it, it is a top-tier title. Good stuff. Good stuff. And deservedly so. I can't, I can't remember that far back what other games were out. But, yeah, it'd, be, it'd have to be a big one to beat... Um... To beat Dragon Age. Uh, do you want to take us through the last story, Carl? 
Yeah, so Pokemon Violet and Scarlet are launching in November, and this comes from Andrew Webster over at The Verge. And Andrew writes, The next Pokemon adventure is launching on November 18th. Nintendo revealed the release date for Pokemon Violet and Scarlet, the next mainline entries in the series, through a new trailer today. The games were previously pegged to launch in the second half of 2022 for the Nintendo Switch. In addition to the release date, the trailer also shows off the new professors and some new Pokemon, including a pair of legendaries, along with multiplayer support for up to four people. Violet and Scarlet were first announced in February and are the latest attempts to shift the series to a more open world structure, following 2019 Sword and Shield and this year's prequel Arceus. Nintendo describes the new games as an adventure where players quote, can explore an open world where the various towns and cities have no borders and blend seamlessly into the wilderness, end quote. And you can read the full story over at The Verge. Um, so yeah, more Pokemon. It, it feels like we've had a lot of Pokemon lately, obviously with, with Arceus launching earlier this year and the remakes of uh, Diamond and Pearl just, just a couple of months beforehand. Um, but I mean, can, can you ever have too much Pokemon? Possibly, possibly, because I did. I was. I basically got my Switch for Pokemon, um, and I didn't get Arceus or or the uh, other ones. Excuse me. Um, but yeah, it's it's a strange one because can you Pokemon self you out yourself out? It's a strange one. What, I mean, what 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 do you make of the open world stuff? Because I think. Mean, <laughs> If you had to ask me, but I suppose this, there's a, we'll have to talk about Final Fantasy in a sec. There's a similar discussion about open world versus turn-based combat stuff there, but I, I kind of like the old 8-bit limited Pokemon more, but that might just be nostalgia talking. But the open world stuff, I like it as an idea, but I, I think it's still done a bit too limited, probably the word, from what I played of Sword and Shield, unless it improved in Arceus. Um, but I feel like it could just be more detailed. Like I do want a Breath of the Wild Pokemon game, not just basically copy and pasted environments and stuff like that. Yeah, no, I, I mean I'd agree with you there. Like I, I the last one I played was uh, Shield um, and or Sword, the Red Sword, I think. Um, and like I liked it but I didn't get very far because I, I kind of when the world opened up I just you know I kind of have a thing where when I'm playing Pokemon I just have to catch every Pokemon uh, possible and I just kind of got you know overwhelmed by the, the, the open world because it, it you know it's it's open but it's it, it's repetitive <laughs> and yeah. I just it, like it, it just didn't do it for me and that that unfortunately ultimately meant I lost my way and you know I'd, I'd feel like I'd like to go back to it eventually but I feel I'd probably have to start again but I did pick up earlier this year both uh, the remake of Diamond and um, Arceus because I like the idea of Diamond because like I, I did play uh, Pokemon Diamond back in the day it was actually after a long time, because obviously, you know, like many people, I, I played the original 
to um, generations of Pokemon. I, I played, uh, you know, red, blue, and then and then gold, silver. Mm-hmm. But then I kind of jumped off. I wasn't really there for you know kind of the, the remakes, uh, leaf green and fire red, and and um, for ruby and sapphire. And I, I kind of missed the early DS generation as well but one time my friends and I were talking about Pokemon and, and we said you know you know it'd be great to play a Pokemon game so the two of them had DS's and I borrowed my sister-in-law's DS at the time and uh, we we drove to a, a game in uh, you know a, a town a couple of towns over and we picked up three copies of pre-owned copies of Pokemon Diamond and we brought them back and, and started playing them and it was fun it was really nostalgic to to play kind of a, a Pokemon game and, you know, kind of sitting around in a circle and, you know, we got pizza, all that. It was great. You know, it was a good, good, good kick to it. Like, but that was kind of my re-entry into Pokemon and, and I enjoyed it. So, you know, it, 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 kind of seeing that the remakes were there, you know, I thought maybe that'd be a, a nice way to get some nostalgia of the kind of the old Pokemon, as you said, you know, when it was, was simple. But Arceus looked like another step up in terms of the open world. Like it, it seems less empty than than Sword and Shield, you know, less repetitive, and um, that appealed to me. So, like, obviously, moving and stuff, I haven't really had time to game. But you know, I really do want to dig out the Switch and, and start playing Arceus because I'm I'm really intrigued. And you know, it does look like Violet and Scarlet are going to be yet another step towards that that open world Pokemon game that we've always wanted, that we've, we've wanted, you know, since open world RPGs became a thing. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm excited to see how the, the series keeps, keeps evolving and, and where it's going to take us next. Yeah. Yeah. I think if the development keeps up, I, I think it'll just become, it won't even become, it'll just go to another level because Pokemon is, it's just massive. Um, so yeah, if, if Arceus is a level up, I might pick up Arceus or something like that. But I, I, I got towards the end. I can't remember which version I got. Whichever one I saw the shield, I got. I think I got shield. Um, whichever version of that I got, I got. I think I got to the last gym leader, and yeah, I just couldn't be bothered after that. Um, so yeah, it's a, it's a, it maybe it was burnt out with it. Something that you've not played for years, but. Yeah, maybe maybe pick up Arceus if it ever does come down in price because Nintendo doesn't do drop in prices. Um, but yeah, it's Pokemon. It'll do well, and po- Pokemon games are always huge. But what else is huge was seemingly this state of play, Carl. I mean, well, I suppose we're both PlayStation people now, but probably still means more to you. But it it got a lot of fanfare because these state of plays usually are a bit crap. <laughs> <laughs> but this one, this one seemed to have a a nice mix of not huge, well, big news and exciting news for well, you Spider Man coming to PC, for instance. People just want to want to mod Spider Man games, so that'll be fun. But yeah, it, it's a it's a nice mix of big news and cute little news, like Tunic going to PS PlayStation. Yeah, I mean. As you said, state of play is never the biggest thing, but that's okay because you know Sony set the stage for them. They they always set expectations. They they respect you you enough to do so. They don't 
and say, oh, we're having an event and then leave it completely in the air as to, to what that event is going to be. You know, they'll say, oh, it's, it's a Dior state of play. It's a, you know, it, it's focusing on third parties. You know, I think they did one where they were like, oh, it's um, focusing on Japanese games, you know, around uh, the, the Tokyo Game Show. Um, they, they do ones that are focused on particular games, you know, like, oh, we're going to focus in on, on um, Last of Us Part Two, for example. Like they, they, they always set the stage and, you know, they, they respect, and they respect your time. It's not very long events, you know, there's no filler, it's just, you know, 20 to 30 minutes, just game, 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 game. And you get in, you get out. Remember and the tribute so, here. <laughs> yeah. Good Lord. I mean, for that reason, I, like I, I never complain about a state of play, even if it's you know doesn't have anything I'm, I'm particularly interested in. But I think because of those past things, and, and because they came out and said, "Oh, it's going to give you the first look at PSV or two games, and uh, it's going to have some third party stuff," and people just kind of you know set out, had it in their mindset that, "Oh, yeah, no, it's, it's going to be kind of a similar level to the previous things," and. You know, I listened to a couple of previews about it and, you know, some of the things that, that ended up getting announced that we'll, we'll talk about shortly, they were dismissed. You know, it's like, no, they, they, that wouldn't be announced for a, a state of play. That's too big for a state of play. And, you know, I think people were just expecting to see like a, a handful of indie titles and, you know, uh, maybe two or three third-party VR titles and, and maybe, um, you know, one notable first-party uh, VR title. Um, but it was a lot more than that. Like, it was, there was a lot in this, this, this 30 minutes. It did have those things, but it, it had some bigger things as well. And I think a lot of people would, you know, confidently say this is the, probably the, the biggest state of play in terms of the, the level of... Uh, things covered uh, goes and like I, I don't think they announced a single new game you know it wasn't about, about that but it was about kind of giving you gameplay and, and, and giving you release dates and you know maybe revealing some features and, and the like like I, I thought it was a really good show yeah absolutely absolutely and we'll, we'll go through each I mean they kicked off with a big one Resident Evil 4 remake um I'm not the biggest, like, I put this to a, f a few minutes and said Resi 5 is probably my favourite one. And I think they wanted to fight me. But Resident Evil 5 was easy to play and wasn't scary. So that's why I liked Resident Evil 5. <laughs> um, but Resi, I, I know in, in the Resident Evil fan base 4, it, it is one of the big ones, if not the big one. And yeah, people have been looking forward to this for a long time. Yeah, I mean... Resident Evil 4 is one of those games that gets talked about when you're talk people are talking about like the best games of all time. Like it, it it's that beloved. Like it, it's I'm not gonna say everyone says it's the best Resident Evil because there are people who will say two. Um, you know, and there, there, there are people nowadays who will say seven or a village. You know, they they come into the conversation, but I, I think the majority of people will will say four, and it, it's that one that that comes up on on those lists. And you know, so I don't think anyone needed to tell you that Resident Evil Four was going to be remade after two and three were, but you know, we we knew regardless that it was coming because you know there was of course that Capcom leak back in, in I think late 2020 
Um, and Resident Evil 4 Remake was one of the games that had a, a kind of placeholder release date. I think it was supposed to release the end of this year. Um, like many games, I'm sure it was uh, affected by COVID and, and got pushed back. But we knew this was coming at some point. So, you know, and, and this was one game that was discussed as a possibility for this state of play. But again, as I said, people just dismissed it. They're like, no, Capcom will want to do their own thing. It's too big to have an, a state of play. So, I mean, for it to open the, the state of play, like, you know, a remake of one of the, the best games of all time, like, you know, you, you don't get uh, much of a, a stronger start than, than that in my eyes. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and I think, I think the fact that it's still ne- it, it's early next year, it's stated for. I think you can still <clears throat> use other shows, other platforms to to highlight it. Like the Game of the Year um, awards is obviously in December, so they can show they can show off heavy gameplay or whatever then, and everyone will be happy. But to know it's not too far away for the Resident Evil fan base, it, it it's just it's huge news, really. Yeah, I mean, it's been massive for Resident Evil fans in recent years, starting with 7, like, I mean, 7, 2 Remake, 3 Remake, Village, like, all of them have been, I suppose 3 was probably not quite on the level of the other 3 in in terms of its reception, but, like, it was nonetheless a a good game. Um, So it's, it's a series that's really going from strength to strength and I, I think alongside Monster Hunter it's it's really been the, the series that has, has brought Capcom back to the forefront after kind of a, a long time in the in the shadows so and it, it's been really really strong showing for them in, in recent years like not not just from those two series like of course Devon May Cry 5 was, was quite fondly received as well so um, it's great to see Capcom kind of flying the, the flag in many ways for, for Japanese companies in, in recent years in, in the um, the industry. And, you know, it's it's good that they they don't seem to be slowing down. And, you know, another thing, which obviously a, a big focus for this state of play was VR. And a lot of people say that, you know, Resident Evil 7's um, VR mode, which... I believe is uh, exclusive to PSVR still to this day, you know, was this one of, if not the strongest title, at least in terms of an actual mainline game embracing VR. And like, it, it looks like they're, they're not slowing down with that because, um, you know, clearly the, uh, I, I think the res, the original Resident Evil 4, has a VR mode, uh, which is um, on Oculus, I believe it's exclusive to. Um, and now, you know, lo and behold, Resident Evil 4 Remake is going to have VR. And the, the second game they covered in the state of play was actually a, a VR version of Resident Evil Village. So it's it's really cool to see them embracing VR like that, because I think really when you think of VR and video games what better thing to do it with than, than horror you know yeah I think it is that I think VR is we've, we've seen it with Half-Life uh, Alix Elix whatever it was called that that seems to be the big one but outside of that I'd, I'd agree I think Resident Evil 7 was the one that pretty much put it on the map and the next announcement was obviously Village going becoming VR as well which might have another um, 
attraction because loads of thirsty people will, will want to see Lady Dimitrescu up front and personal. That's basically how I see like getting made as a VR game. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. I, I think there'll be some some weird stuff going on there. Um, but you know, power, more power to you. You know, if you, you like your your eight feet tall vampire ladies, Absolutely. you know, good for you. They eight feet tall vampire ladies needs love some love too. I'm sure. No, sh- no <laughs> shaming on this podcast. Um, yeah, but yeah, Village VR. Village was one of the best games of. Was it this year or last nah, year? 2021. God, time is just not a big thing anymore. Uh, next up, we have we have Stray, which has been uh, one of the indie games <clears throat> which has been followed quite heavily. I think it was shown at uh, other shows a few a few times, but it's fact we finally got it dated. Um, Cyberpunk Cat, yeah, July nineteenth. It, it'll have its fans, Carl. Yeah, no, a lot, there's a lot of hype for this one. I mean, I am not so not because I, I think it looks cool, but I'm a dog person, much like yourself, guy, and therefore the, the idea of playing as a cat doesn't particularly appeal to me. I'm not fond of that. Cats, I, like I don't hate cats. You know, I, I like I like all animals. I, I you know, I'd never be um, bad to, to any animal, but just cats make me uneasy. So I, I, just playing as a cat doesn't appeal to me, but I know a lot of people who love cats and who are really hyped for this game. Like it, I think it's that, that, that indie title that's really stood out to, to people because it, it looks different, you know, like there's a lot of indie titles these days that, that um, tend to, to kind of, they, they tend to fall in the same genres. You know, there's a lot of um, Metroidvanias a lot of a lot of big ones, you know, your your Hollow Knights and the like. There's a lot of roguelikes. Um, there's a lot of um, kind of uh, uh, walking simulators. Uh, there's a lot of kind of telltale type type games, you know, largely kind of almost like the the uh, the, the new iteration of the the PC adventure games as, as they were back in the day. Like, but th- that's where a lot of, and then there's a lot of platform as well. Like, but all of them seem to kind of fall in that, but this is, this is something different. It's a, it's like a 3d adventure game. You know, it's, it's not something you see every day. And I, I think that's why it's kind of calling out to people and, and really appealing to them. And it, it's good. It's finally on a release date because it, you know, it was one of the games that was bigged up at the launch of the VS5, so it's, it's a surprise that it's, it's taken all this time for it to come out. Yeah, and it's fun. July 19th, not too far away, so people don't have to wait too long. Uh, Horizon Call of the Mountain, this looked fantastic, considering VR1, or PSVR1, wasn't explored too heavily by the, off the top of my head, by their own first-party studios, but for a game like Horizon, which has obviously had the two big releases, but Forbidden West, not not too too old, but to build off that hype and and show what they did for Horizon, it, it looked really good. Yeah, I mean, I think that's where PlayStation fell down with PSVR was they they didn't really support it wholeheartedly with the first party. You know, there, there was no kind of none of their big IPs came to to VR. Like, you know, they 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 did a couple first party things were kind of some of their kind of second tier studios obviously like uh, Sony London did something and um, 
think they did the, the VR Worlds and uh, Asobi uh, did uh, the Astrobot game, which which was probably the one first party game that was a massive hit. And then on the second party end, of course, they had like uh, Until Dawn, a, a Rush of Blood, and the the Impatient, which uh, was a bit of a dud. Um, but there, there wasn't that much, and it really, you know. Most of the hits came from either kind of independent studios or, as as previously mentioned, uh, Resident Evil Seven. Uh, that was probably the one triple A title, really, in in terms of VR. So I, I think it doesn't really scream confidence in your product if you're not willing to back it with like a, a Last of Us or a Horizon or, or a Killzone or what have you. So it, it's. It's good that they've now correcting that mistake. They've learned from it. They're they're gonna launch strong with a, a Horizon game, and you know they they brought in Fire Sprite, who, who've done VR games in the past, to 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 lead the way on this one. And like it, it does look good. I, I'm a bit iffy on the floaty hands. I that's something that's always put me off VR the the floaty hands. But <laughs> um, that aside, though, it. it, it does look really impressive and, and you know horizon is a, a great series so you know what what better one to go with for kind of your first big title for your your new vr headset yeah i think if if you could pick one world to explore out the playstation games i think there'll be plenty who want to go around the god of war world but robot dinosaurs yeah i could see that i could see that being a big one uh season a letter to the future uh, this one didn't ring a bell just watching the trailer. It looks like a artsy walking simulator to me. I am watching it without the sound. Let's just say it's something very different. Yeah, um, I remember this was... I can't remember if this was shown previously at the the, the launch for the PS5 or, or your events shortly afterwards, but it, it was another kind of one of those indie titles they seem to be pushing. Um, it, it wasn't really catching me to... To be honest, um, I think what this was maybe the first moment in the state of play where I kind of zoned out a little bit. Yeah. Um, it, I'm I'm sure it's you know one you know I'm sure it's going to be a, a good um, indie title. I mean, I, I don't think Sony would be backing it as strongly if they weren't really impressed with what they're seeing in previews. Um, but like it's 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 not one that that's that's for me and actually speaking of uh indie games that that's only backed um i forgot on it when i missed here in the notes was uh no man's sky vr is is coming to yes yes we are too as well um i mean to probably the one of the greatest comeback stories in, in gaming history has, has been no man's sky it doesn't seem it's going anywhere anytime soon absolutely another world people would want to explore uh, the Callisto Protocol, uh, not Dead Space. <laughs> um, it's not set in the PUBG world anymore, apparently, which is sad. <laughs> but uh, this looks like it'll fill the space that um, Dead Space left. Yeah, I mean, the PUBG thing was a weird move in the first place to be like, oh, it's going to be set in the same universe. It's like it's a, it's a battle royale with no real story and somehow you're going to link... Uh, a sci-fi horror game to, to, to this like it, it was bizarre so I'm glad they've kind of distanced themselves there I mean Dead Space I have 
you know, I've said before in the podcast, I've very limited experience with it. I played at one time and staying in, in my brother's house and he had it uh, installed on his PS3 at the time. Um, like it, it seemed a good game, but obviously I just didn't have the, the opportunity to, to delve too, too deep into it. I, I'm really intrigued by the Dead Space remake, which is coming out early next year. Um, so it feels like these games are going to inevitably be you know, they would have been anyway compared, but they're going to be more so because they're, they're launching so close together. Um, so it'll be interesting to see which one kind of comes out on top. And the Callisto Protocol is definitely something I'm, I'm keeping an eye on. Like if that comes out and it gets good reviews, you know, I, I may well be tempted to, to check it out. Yeah, I think every, I, I remember the, the, there's a lot of fanfare when it got first shown. And the PUBG thing did intrigue me. But yeah, probably doesn't make more sense not to do it. But yeah, I've only played Dead Space 3, which is seen as the bad one, the tame one. Um, so yeah, if if you like horror in space, it'll probably suit you. Uh, December 2nd, that's coming out. So that should be uh, one to look forward to in the winter. Uh, Spider-Man Remastered coming to PC, Carl. I, yeah. We're seeing this more and more with PlayStation games going on, on PC. Just whether the the time shortens eventually, but yeah, Spider-Man on PC, it's going to be on the top end spec PCs. I think that game is going to look amazing. We we talked about mods earlier, uh, Spider-Man with mods. It, it, it's going to, it could pop up. It could be a, a, a huge hit on PC and I expect it to be. Yeah, certainly. I mean, it was we we wondered why certain games have been held back so far from the the the, the PC launch of of uh, PlayStation games, uh, so to speak. And like Spider Man and, and Last of Us seemed to be those those holdouts, but I, I felt it was always a matter of when and, and not if. And I mean, with, with the Last of Us, I'd say they'll probably wait until the the remaster comes out, and then maybe give it six months, and then bring it to PC. Some people even speculate that it could be day and date for for both PlayStation and and PC, so that, that would be interesting. And um, but Spider Man did seem the obvious next place to go, and you know I wouldn't say it'll be too long before Miles Morales follows suit and, and comes over. And I mean, it, it's I've already played this game, um, of course, um, and I do plan a replay of it on on PS Five. I'm comfortable enough over there but for for those who have been holdouts on, on pc it's great that they're finally going to get their their hands hands on it and as you alluded to it it'll be crazy to see what kind of mods people come up with you know what other superheroes you'll be able to play as and, you know kind of there'll be like story content and, and and all sorts like it's it's really exciting to, to see what people will do with that yeah it's just going to be a huge playground and fair enough uh, Street Fighter 6, Street Fighter. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this was one of the big third-party games that was mooted that people actually thought had legs and people thought they might see it at this, this state of play. And, um, you know, there, there, there was even speculation, obviously, would Street Fighter be a PlayStation exclusive again? Turns out it's not. It is coming to Xbox, which I'm sure fighting fans on, on Xbox will sigh or relief because it feels like the genre is kind of dead on on xbox i think between uh street fighter 5 being exclusive to playstation and then uh playstation straight up buying evo 
Um, it really hasn't helped the genre there, so it's it's good for them that they'll be getting Street Fighter back. Um, I mean, I really enjoy Street Fighter games, but I just don't have the the time to put into them to be in any way decent. And then you just you just kind of you go online. We've all done it. You get a fighting game. You play the arcade game mode a couple of times. You go online and you get absolutely destroyed by some guy. And you're just like, yeah, I'm never playing this game again. So I, I just saved myself from that by, by not buying them these days. But, you know, nonetheless, it's, it's such a strong series. And, and um, I'm sure this is going to be another another hit for them. Yep, absolutely. Uh, Roller Dome. Yeah, I don't know how you felt about this one. The aesthetics really didn't do it for me. Like, I, I think it's from the same people who make Oli Oli World, which is uh, quite popular um, among people. Um, but I just, I don't know the visuals on this one. Like, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I don't mean like I know an indie game isn't going to look like you know, photo, visual, realistic. It's not that, that's not what I'm getting at. Like, the art style just, just didn't sit easy with me. Like, I don't know, what was your take on that? Yeah, it's... It's a unique art style, but I'm not sure... Is it a unique? Because we do see... I think we're starting to see this type of art a bit more and more, unless I'm just not familiar with the uh, uh, creator of the game, and it's just their games I keep seeing, but... I'm sure we've seen this art style quite a bit recently. But, yeah, it doesn't really do anything for me. Like, the game itself. Yeah, I, would, I probably wouldn't even play this if it, was a, if it ended up being a, a PS Plus or Game Pass game. and just Nothing's clicking there. But it is August 16th it's coming out. So, if it did tickle your fancy, there it is. But, yeah, it didn't really do anything for me. Me either. Uh, Tunic, finally on PlayStation. Yeah, I mean, I, I never got a similar years as the, uh, saying earlier, like, you, you want to give it a go, finally, and similar to yourself, I, I just never got a chance to, to play it, so now it's come to PlayStation, I'll, I'll probably just wait till it's on PlayStation and give it a go there. Mind you, I'm wondering if it'll be announced for a Switch as well, and I, it, it seems like a great Switch title, like a, you know, because you know Zelda is a Nintendo title, and it, it is a Zelda clone. So, um, I think if it's coming to Switch, all the better. That that would be a, a place I'd love to play it. But it, it's definitely um, a game I, I completely intend to play. I love the old Zeldas, the the isometric Zeldas, and and uh, this, this is exactly what that is. So. Um, Definitely playing Tunic at one point. I think we've 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 both kind of talked about how much we, we like to look at this game so many times before when it's been on Xbox events. So I'm not sure there's much more for us to say. Yeah, we've kind of done this one to death. Now, two game, well, one game for you, <laughs> and then Final Fantasy we can talk about uh, Eternite. Eternite? How the hell did we not say? Um, yes, Japanese. Yeah, uh, I mean, very anime. Um, looks to be like an action game. I, I think from what I read online, there is like some um, social sim aspects as well. So, you know, I'm sure you get to, to date other characters and, and, and pick your romance, you know, but like in the personas and, and the like. Um, it, it didn't really capture me. Not, not to say it looks bad, but just like I... I 
have a gigantic backlog of Japanese games to, to play and that I already own that are probably just more appealing to me than this. So it's, it's, it's not one that would, would ever interest me, unfortunately. But, you know, who's to say if it comes out and gets fantastic reviews, you know, my my interest could be drawn back towards it. But for now, that you know, similar to, to Roller Drone and uh, Seasons, um, that'll be one of these that I'll, I'll most likely be giving a miss. Yeah, it's... Uh... I've seen more exciting JRPG type games with better art style and stuff like that. So yeah, I probably I'd probably agree with you there if I was to I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Delve into that genre. But Final Fantasy 16, Kat, I mean, it was announced as a... Was it a play? Was it an exclusive or a timed exclusive? A timed exclusive. Timed exclusive. Which is basically an exclusive nowadays. <laughs> um... But yeah, Final Fantasy 16, it looked Final Fantasy. Um, it'll be interesting to see more, but Summer 2023, it's one of the biggest franchises in gaming. It, it'll it obviously catch a lot of eyes, but yeah, it, it it's weird with Final Fantasy because I think, for me personally, I loved 7 and 9 growing up, dabbled with a bit of, I think, 12 and, and other ones. Um but I've ne- I never really went back to it. I tried with fifteen, um, but that I didn't finish. That I could appreciate it was a good game, but and I'm not just saying this as a sour Xbox fan. But I think Final Fantasy might. I say that seven will come to Xbox at some sometime in the next twenty odd years. I'll get excited for that. <laughs> but um, yeah, it, it this doesn't really do much for me anymore. I think it might just be a mix of the the fighting style and. Maybe the nostalgia of what I have for seven and nine. Yeah, I mean, I, I 
like I'm hyped for for this one. Like I was excited when they announced it. Um, I, I like the look of it. I like the way it's going back to kind of a more of a medieval kind of fancy setting. Um, as opposed to the kind of more modern setting of Final Fantasy XV. Like, I really enjoyed Final Fantasy XV. Like, you know, uh, obviously the, the whole fact it took, you know, 30, what felt like 30 years to, to finish. And, uh, you know, they did that big event for the release date only to delay from that release date. Um, it, was, it was a bit of a shit show. But when the actual game came out, like, I enjoyed it. Like, I put 100 hours into it. I platinumed it. Like, I, I was a, a fan of, of, of the game, even though it was different to what I was used to um, with Final Fantasy. Um, and, like, I, I like where they've been taking it in, in recent years and, and how they've been kind of paying a lot of attention to not just Final Fantasy, but a lot of their, their RPG series. And, you know, I, I've been meaning to, to play 7 Remake. I still haven't gotten around to it, but it's it's definitely on my... my uh, kind of very high up in, in my backlog list. Um, but another aspect for me, obviously, is I play Final Fantasy fourteen like a, a, a lot of my gaming is, is Final Fantasy fourteen, And it's the director of that game that's that's doing Final Fantasy sixteen, which is so exciting because, you know, as a lot of people would say, like Final Fantasy fourteen has the best story of all the Final Fantasies. Like if it, you know, and that you don't really need that for an online game because a lot of people ignore the story, but nonetheless they put that much effort in. So it'd be really nice to see what they do with kind of a contained, you know, 40, 50 hour story, um, which is what this will be. So I'm really excited for this. I'm, I'm shocked that I was at the the um, festival. Like I, I thought, the, or the the showcase I, I thought it would come maybe at tokyo game show later in the year and maybe square would do their own thing and, and make a bit more of a big deal of it but i'm glad they they brought it back here and they gave it a, a release window like summer 2023 sure we'll probably blink and it'll be here so i'm really excited for for this one this is probably my highlight of the, the show and it, it is definitely one of my most hyped games i guess one of the games i have that closest i am yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I think if if you're still in love with the Final Fantasy franchise, you only get them so often. As I say, we're two hundred years for for fifteen, so sixteen's relatively rushed. So it might be crap. <laughs> um, but no, it's a big get for PlayStation, and as the exclusive as well as showing it on this show. Um, so yeah, huge news in that one. A really good state of play, considering what state of plays usually are. So a lot of big news in there, and fair enough. Um, starts off the summer of gaming really well. So yeah, but um, that's not the only topic, Carl. We do want to speculate a bit on the summer's game fest. We haven't got many... I haven't seen many rumours or huge rumours myself, so probably best that we just go through some of the lads that are confirmed to be there and just maybe discuss what we expect from them. Yeah, sounds good to me. So we'll start off with some of the big hitters. I mean, Xbox, obviously, they've got their own show. I think it's three, I think it's three days after or three days before. I can't remember the order around. But Xbox, you'd imagine they'd have most of their stuff at uh, their own showcase. But, I don't know, maybe stuff like a Halo update or something like that here. 
maybe stuff on current titles? Yeah, I feel like they'll probably show something like the the, the Xbox and Bethesda showcases on the twelfth. Um, so I figure we'll we'll probably um, preview that in, in the next show, maybe in a, a week a week or so's time. Um, so obviously we won't delve too too deep in in an Xbox because we want to want to rethread ground. But I, I do think maybe we'll see like one thing we already know about, like you know, be that. Starfield or um, Redfall, one of the two. They'd be the two I'd be looking at on the, the Bethesda side. And we might just kind of see a, a bit of gameplay or something from them. And they'll be kind of like a see more at the, yeah, the Xbox Bethesda showcase. Like I think they'll, they'll almost use it as like a teaser for, for their own showcase. Like so, um, uh, But I think the focus for them will be very much on the, the 12th and their, their own show. Yeah, I think Redfall might be a good fit for that because I think people will want to see a, a decent deep dive into, into Starfield, whereas Redfall might become a bit of a bit of an afterthought. So I think that's a good shout. Unless Halo has the Battle Royale rumoured to to show up, I'd maybe show off their new season on that or something, or if they have story DLC. But Halo's a bit of a mess at the minute. Um, see your Thieves stuff, maybe, whatever. Um, but yeah, Xbox, I, I think their main stuff will be at their own show. PlayStation, Carl. The big one. Rumours of... Ge- uh, I was going to say Gears of War there. God of War, Jesus Christ. But yeah, if God of War's there... It's pretty much won the event as best game. That's how it goes. Yeah, I mean, obviously, it's a highly anticipated sequel, and, and all we've really had is a title screen so far. So, um, like, you know, I I'm glad though that they haven't really pumped this one out because you know I just I, I know I'm hyped to play it. I, I just kind of. When you're ready, give me a release date and then give me the game. Like that's that's all I want from this. So hopefully that's kind of what we we get. Um, you know, as you said, it is rumored. Um, I, you know, I'm not a betting man, but if I was a betting man, I, I would put some money on this game making an appearance at this showcase. I, I think really for me, the one question is with PlayStation: Will it just be a one and done? Like, will it just be God of War, or will they have a bit more to show? Like, there's been a lot of rumors lately that the Last of Us remake is coming out this year as well in in the fall. And um, so, if, if that's the case, where else are you going to show it? But but at the Summer Games Fest as well. I mean, do, do you do you think? What's your gut feeling? Do you think PlayStation will just focus on the one game, or do you think they could show a couple of things here? Um, I think if God of War's there, I think that'll be enough. But I think they'll not show <clears throat> not show lot. I think they'll show enough of God of War, but I think they'll show more in their own state of play later on in the year, expecting it to actually come out this year. I think long they expected it'll come out in 2023, but it seems they are actually on schedule. But if it's coming out, I don't know, November or October, maybe do their own state of play in September for it. But maybe they can do um, Last of Us or whatever at, at that state of play as like a end credit teaser or something like that, or just exciting news. But I suppose they could do, they could do that here as well and set up the more state of plays. Say do a big deep dive on God of War and then show Last of Us remake or 
was it factions, what it's called, which has been rumored for about seven years now. Um, but yeah, I, I think I think God of War's the lock in, and maybe not a deep dive on other PlayStation stuff, but teases for for more details soon or something like that. Yeah, no, I, like I, I don't think PlayStation are done this summer one way or the other. Like I, I think they'll have more, you know, one or two more state of the play, state of play is later. You know, maybe maybe one as you said that fully focuses on God of War, and, and maybe one that that kind of. Uh, focuses on a few different titles but you know as i said I, I would bet money on god of war being at this um summer game fest but you know I, I would wonder if maybe anything more than that would would be a bit of overkill from them from especially considering we only just got this uh state of play a few days ago so um and, and they, they don't need to show more it's the show God of War, as you said, they 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 won, so to speak, you know, in air quotes, won the the day, you know. So, I mean, uh, people aren't gonna get any more excited for for anything other than than God of War, so they they just don't need to show anything else. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, two K is a bit of a strange one because it seems like a lot of unknown to me, like. I haven't really heard any rumours. I've not, I've not really kept up as much as I would normally with the end of the football seasons being so hectic. But 2K, I mean, do we dare dream of, like, Bioshock or anything like that? Or are we just expecting... I don't even, I don't even know what to expect, to be honest. I mean, we... Bioshock is supposed to be, you know... In the works and, and close-ish, uh, you know, the, the, there's two Bioshock titles, I think, in, in the works. I think um, based on that, the NVIDIA leak, there's uh, one which is like, uh, seems to be a, like, uh, you know, a remaster of uh, the first Bioshock with, with ray tracing in it. Um, now, there's some rumors that that's going to be PC only, um, potentially, so... Um, Obviously, that's a more limited audience, and, and it is just the end of the day, just kind of a, a, a re-release with, with added features. But the other game, of course, is the brand new Bioshock title, like a, a fourth Bioshock title, um, and there's been a lot of kind of rumors over the the past few months about. It. I think it's a rumor that it takes place in like Alaska or something, um, and different bits. So you know, I. I you know, we talked about this last year and we said it was too early. Now I don't think it's too early. Like, I, I think we could see the, the next Bioshock. Um, and, I mean, you know, you say God of War would win the day, but I think if a new Bioshock got uh, announced, there, there might be some, um, so, some competition, let's say. I mean, I have, I have a couple other ideas what, what 2K might potentially um, discuss, but I'm, I'm, you know, curious to, to know what your thoughts are on, on the potential of a scene a, a Bioshock at, at this uh, event. I mean, I'd love it. I just don't really expect it anymore. <laughs> um, I think that I think that maybe want a bigger build for it, but unless, unless they're underselling it, but yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I think it might be a, a bit further off. I think it might be an end. It might be a, a um, game awards type dealy. I think 
Because if it's summer, Bioshock will probably be a winter release 18 odd months away. Might be a bit too soon for something like that. I think if you do it at the um, the Game Awards and then it gets delayed, for example, I don't think that's as big an issue. So I've, I'd probably say no. Yeah, um, I mean, it, probably considering how long in the tooth this game has been, it, it is probably best to, to err on the, the side of caution. Um, but, you know, I, I obviously, as I said, you know, as I said, it might just be more so wishful thinking on mm. my part. Maybe, you know, if I kind of take a minute and, and step back, maybe the Game Awards is probably a more realistic fit for, for this announcement. Um, so potentially we, we should try and, and manage expectations on this one but it, it would be kind of the biggest possible thing 2K could, could do um, but there are other things you know potential for, for 2K here um, I think one obvious thing which you know would probably be the least exciting thing would be uh, to finally give a release date for Marvel Midnight Suns, yeah. you know the the tactical game from Fire Axis that that got put back. Um, you know, from it was delayed. It was supposed to be released earlier this year. That you know that, that would be a kind of an obvious one, albeit an, an underwhelming one. Mm-hmm. Um, there is, of course, have uh, been rumors lately that Hangar Thirteen, you know, that the studio obviously that work on the Mafia. Uh, created Mafia Three and the Mafia remakes that they're working on a new Mafia title that's a, a prequel and um, that's, you know, potentially set in the, the early 1900s, kind of prior to the 1950s setting of, of the first um, Mafia game. That would be intriguing. I, I'm not sure that we'll see that one anytime soon because, of course, there was rumours that we were going to see a, a new game from uh, Hangar 13 last year, like it leaked, and then it shortly came out afterwards that that game... You know, that was kind of dated info and that that game had been cancelled and um, so maybe if they are working on this new Mafia game you'd assume it's probably early doors unless they kind of had split into two teams and, and had one half of the studio working on this um, and another possibility which might be almost as exciting as, as Bioshock but definitely given the time frames is probably more likely would be, uh, of course, Ken Levine's new title, um, because uh, 2K are also publishing that. Um, so his, he's got his, his uh, studio, obviously, that, that he created um, when he kind of broke away from 2K, the, the uh, Ghost Story games. Um, they're a small studio, but like he's been working on it for quite a while. I mean, Ghost Story was announced in um, 2017, so I think it'll be a about time for, for that. I mean, what do you reckon? Do you give that more of a, a chance than Bioshock? If it's been going since, if it's been rumored since then, yeah, why not? It's been bloody long enough, but yeah, it's not something I'm too familiar with, but it sounds intriguing. Um, any hope of a Battleborn 2? No? <laughs> you reckon? No. No, I, I, think, I think Gearbox are a bit, bit too busy with Borderlands these days. Duke Nukem. That's kind of dead now, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, that's a, it's a... Yeah, no, sadly, they they kill that with Duke Nukem forever. 
Which I actually enjoyed, but I, I did that did as well because it was good. terrible. <laughs> uh, sports games probably won't be there. Uh, I think there was rumours of WWE, another WWE RPG. I'm sure I heard WWE RPG game, but I'm not sure. If yeah, that... yeah, that, that is actually um, that is something actually. The WWE announced that like a but it wasn't two players. I think they gave it to someone else, didn't they? I might be wrong in that. I'm not too sure, to be honest. I didn't read too much into it. Yeah. Um, um, there's that... Is it the quarry? Is that t- that's 2K, isn't it? That got shown the other week. It the is. That's game. actually releasing uh, this week, though. Oh, so, is it? Okay. Next week, okay. so... Uh, uh, nothing from Rockstar. Because, yeah. Um, that's it, isn't it? Unless you think there'll be anything from Rockstar, but... No, no, I, I, I don't think so. I think, you know, we know GTA 6 is in the works, but it'll, it's probably three, four years away, so... Yeah. Bully 2, one of these days. Um, yeah, we'll move on from that. Activision, in a weird spot. Um, I think... I'm sure I've seen Modern Warfare 2's got its own event thingy. Or gameplay, yeah. I think. So I think similar to Xbox, they'll, they'll probably have a little kind of showing here uh, to hype up their own event. Yeah. Um, are we counting Blizzard with this? Um, no, I think if Blizzard were expected to be there, um, that they would no, have Blizzard. Yeah. They kind of treat them as two separate entities, yeah, yeah, yeah. even though same company. So, plus, um, I think I, Overwatch has its own event that week as well. I can't remember the exact date, but it's, they're all the same day in my head. Um, but yeah, I think there's an Overwatch event and Diablo and, and stuff like that. God knows, but um. Yeah, uh, but any anything else from Activision outside of COD and uh, Crash Bandicoot, maybe? I think there's been rumours of another type of game from them. Yeah, I mean, you know, I couldn't completely rule out, like, a, a Crash Bandicoot 5 from Toys for Bob or, you know, some, something on those lines. Although I'd hope that um, Toys for Bob's next game would be a new Spyro. Um, I hope mm. they do the same treatment they, they gave Crash Bandicoot 4 because by all accounts that was a, a very good game. Um, so something from Toys for Bob I wouldn't completely rule out but I, I just think Activision rarely can have much of a, a presence at these things. They tend to just kind of come on stage to Call of Duty and then they're just going to announce their other games as kind of a, a side almost like press releases you know so I just for that reason I just that's the reason I don't expect too much from Activision. Not that I think they don't potentially have some and I, I think it's not too long before we'll probably hear about a new Tony Hawk's game as well even though I have no clue who's going to be developing it of course given that um, the studio Vicarious Visions went across to, to uh, be part of Blizzard but um, yeah I, I just I think it'll be kind of a Call of Duty teaser and, and that'll be that'll be that for Activision yeah pretty much Atlas uh, I googled this beforehand it looks stuff you play that's all I've got yeah, um, Persona. Um, I, I, I'd be. There's been a rumor for a while that Persona Three and Persona Four are coming to to play to PlayStation Four um, rather than than PS Five like ports because you wouldn't need to port them to PS Five. There's not much you can really uh, do. Um, 
So maybe we could see one of them. I mean, they did bring Persona 4 Golden Steam uh, a couple of years ago, so could just bring that port across. Um, the other intriguing thing would be if um, Persona finally comes to Xbox, like if Persona 5 comes to Xbox. That's been rumored for quite some time. Um, so that would be a, that would be think, a big win I for Xbox. People, I think people have given up on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's been rumored for about four years, though. Yeah. It, it, it could happen. Um, uh, Atlas do have a game, Soul Hackers, which is a, another... A sub-series of the, the Shin Megami Tensei uh, franchise which is also uh, Persona is part of um, that's coming to all consoles, I think that's coming to Playstation Xbox and no, and, and PC I think uh, later in the year so I think that would be the most obvious thing for them to show would be to, to show more of that and, and hype that up so that would be where my money was going but I think it'd be cool to see something Persona related, like even if it is like one of the older games coming to modern consoles, because I never got to play Persona 3. I own it on PS2 and PSP, but you know, it's difficult to go back and play those now. So it'd be cool to, to get a, a port of it on, on modern systems. So um, I'd be intrigued by that, but that's probably just more wishful thinking on, on my part. So yeah, my, my money's going on Soul Hackers to um, been there again. Cool. Uh, Bandai, building off Elden Ring. Yeah, that, that's pretty much my expectation is, is probably, a, is it too early for DLC? No, like a full-on expansion for Elden Ring, yeah, probably too early, but maybe some kind of added content or, or something, you know, maybe a new game plus or something, you know, yeah. something on those lines would, would be um, an expectation for me. I, I don't, I don't think... I don't know what else we'd see from Bandai Namco. Maybe some new, you know, you can never rule out a new Dragon uh, a Dragon Ball game. Yeah. But uh, like, I, I don't see any new, ta- people might be saying Tales of, but I just, I don't think we'll see another Tales of for a while. And I think when we do, usually they tend to get announced at Japanese events first. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, something something small Elden Ring related is, is where my money's gone. Yeah. Let's go through some of these quickly so we don't go into a two-hour podcast. I mean, Blue Batine, anything? Uh, they're rumoured to be remaking Silent Hill 2, which is like, the, the you know, similar to how Resident, Resident Evil 4 yeah. is the big Resident Evil game. Silent Hill 2 is the big Silent Hill game. I'm I'm dubious about that because I, I, Blooper Team have burned me. You know, I, I play, we, we both played the medium, didn't we? Uh, I didn't. I couldn't be no, I, I did. <laughs> and like, it was a decent looking game, but it was just, it was boring. Like it yeah. was really boring. Nothing happened. Like it was just so boring. I also tried out um, their Blair Witch game when it was yes. uh, on Game Pass, and I, 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 I didn't enjoy it either. Uh, to be honest, I think as well it just kind of gave me an aneurysm because, like, you know, you're lost in a wood, and you, I just kept getting lost in the game. It's so <laughs> everywhere looks the fucking same. Like, and I suppose you could say that's that's that should be kind part of the, point, of the game but... that you're lost in the woods. Yeah. But it really, really, really frustrated me that I just, I just kept getting lost, and it just, I just I met a, a breaking point and had to, to drop it. So, 
they they've burned me a couple of times, Blue Routine. But you know, they've got a great template in, in Silent Hill too and, and it is a, a great game and it's one like I, I've dabbled with the remaster back on the 360 but it wasn't the greatest remaster so I, I dropped it but like I've always wanted to give this game a proper go so this might be my opportunity like if, if they do it justice here so I'm intrigued by this one so I want to see more well I, I want to see some, technically we haven't seen anything it's just a rumor but yeah. or a leak or whatever you want to say so I, I yeah no, I'm intrigued by this one. Uh, Capcom, I mean, if Resident Evil was, maybe they'd show more of it here? Yeah, that's, that's, that's probably just more Resident Evil 4 remake. Um, you know, they, they do have a, and, and more Street Fighter 6. Yeah. You know, I, I don't think we're going to see anything. I don't, like Capcom do have other things in the pipeline, but I, I don't think they're going to blow all their load at once. <laughs> Coffee stain. I, I, I can't remember. I, I know the, the I'm, I'm, I'm frantically Googling as we, we speak, like, cause I, I think it's, um, I believe they're a, uh, part of the whole, uh, Embracer group thing. Yeah. I think they're kind of known for their, um, mobile games. So, uh, probably I have, not one for us. I have no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I was right. They are. They're known for their their. Uh, they make deep. I think Galactic. Well, they, they, yeah, they they do mobile games and, and some kind of uh, smaller titles. They they did Valheim and um, that deep rock Galactic. So. Rock and Stone, brother. What a game! What a game! Um, oh, Goat Simulator. Jesus. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, they're, I think they're a publisher actually, so obviously a lot of those games are coming from various studios. Could be fun. Could be fun. Uh, I mean, the Emerger Group, we didn't mention um, in the news because it was a, probably a month or so ago, we didn't mention um, them buying all of Square Enix's uh, Western studios. Yeah, um, a bargain. Three, mm. 300 million and getting like the likes of. Uh, Tomb Raider and, and the like it just seemed like Square just were like we just want to get out of the West like fuck, fuck the West <laughs> we're we're done we want to focus on, on uh, Japanese titles so get back to the roots um, but what a what a buy for for Embracer and it'll be you know really cool to see what they what they have in, in store there like and what they're going to do are they going to kind of divide the teams up and split them across their existing uh, wings or are they going to set up a, I think it was rumoured there was talk of them setting up a, a, a new wing I wouldn't be shocked if they go and buy the 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 rights to Edos and call the new wing Edos because that's obviously where those games came from prior to, to Square Enix purchasing them so um, it'll be interesting to see see what they do um, but it, exciting like that because they, they're probably going to show a bit more respect to some of the those um, properties than Square Enix did, like and people have always wanted a Legacy of Kane game, and we never got one under Square Enix. So um, yeah, no, I'm excited to see see what they do uh, over time. Like I like Embracer Group and how they're 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 willing to just take old games and, and give them a new lick of paint and re-release them. Like it's it's cool. I called them a merger group, didn't I? <laughs> um, but yeah, the Embracer group there, making moves. Um, and we still don't understand it at all because they own about a million different things. And I'm pretty sure Deep Silver's part of it. 
It is. Yeah. It is. <laughs> uh, Deep Silver is, is another part. Um, yeah, I've, I've lost, I think Deep Silver is the part, I could be wrong, but I'm, I'm pretty sure that's the part where Dead Island's under. So if it I is, think so, yeah. that would be my expectation here would be that we finally see Dead Island too. Like there's been rumors that it, there's, I think there's been rumors that it's coming out this year. So if that's the case, you, you got to show it at some point. So uh, this would make a lot of sense. The most beloved trailer that never came out. Maybe it'll just show that trailer again. That'll probably be kind of cool. Um, Devolver, they always do fun stuff. They're not doing their own event yet? Um, I, I, I don't I, um, I, I don't think anything's been announced yet. Um I'm just giving it a quick check here. Um, yeah, no, it is. It is doing uh, their own event, so um, it's it's actually coming. Uh, it's on June 9th as well. So maybe again, they'll just kind of tease their own event somewhat. They they, they do something crazy. Uh, you know how they are. So someone will probably get cut into pieces or something. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Uh, digital extremes. Um, yeah, I mean, they're, they're, they create Warframe, don't they? So, uh, so it'll just be Warframe. Okay. I'm going to assume it'll be something related to Warframe. Uh, if it's just Warframe, it'll just be Warframe. Um, Dotemu? Let's go with Dotemu. Uh, they do, they did Street Rage 4. And they're also okay. doing Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. So yeah. I'm assuming, no brainer, it's going to be Shredder's Revenge that they show here. Beautiful. Either... Which I can't wait for, personally. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Mutant Ninja Turtle games were great growing up. Uh, EA, um, we obviously saw Jedi Fallen. Is it... No, it's just Jedi Survivor, isn't it? Um, yeah. Shown the other day. Maybe we see more of that. Um. Apex stuff, bleh, bleh, not really worth it for this. Um, FIFA, there's always there's always FIFA and Madden on this shit. <laughs> there's always that five minute sports section where everyone goes for a piss. <laughs> um, is this? Oh, it's still FIFA. It's got one more year of FIFA and out EA football, isn't it? Um, yeah, any, anything from EA that we don't expect? Can ex can expect outside of Jedi? Well, my first comment on EA is, thank God they finally accepted that they shouldn't do their own events because they've been terrible at it all along. <laughs> so, I mean, they, they've given us a lot of mean moments, you know, like like when they played that uh, mobile Command & Conquer game uh, on, on stage. Hell, that was trying. Yeah, yeah, so let's be glad they finally popped on. Um, so, so credit to EA. They've already won by just not doing their own show. So, you know, go EA. Um, outside that, I'm not so sure we'll see Jedi Survivor. I think like they'll go quiet for a while. Maybe, maybe they'll come back later in the year. Uh, they do have a couple other Star Wars products in, in the works, so you know maybe we could see more on, on one of those. Or alternatively, I mean, we mentioned it earlier, uh, Dead Space Remake um, could be a no-brainer. It's coming out early next year. So I, I could, could potentially see that getting um, some, some stage time. Um, other than that, maybe maybe a NHL or, or something obvious like that. You know, we, we know how uh, 
Diego. Um, Spot. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, one boxing game. Chances are, Do a boxing game. I Sorry. wish, but I, I, I don't think so. But one outside chance um, that I know, I, I believe, is in the is in the pipeline is uh, the Sims Five. So oh, yes. I mean, that'd be a pretty big one if they they blew out with that, like as as their their big show on on this day showcase. Fucking love the Sims, even though it cost about two grand to get everything. Um, Epic Games, Fortnite, yeah, unless they're doing anything yeah. else. Uh, yeah, Fortnite or, or, or Rocket League, um, you know, we kind of know what to expect from Epic. <laughs> uh, Focus Entertainment. I mean, they're one that they just they just have a lot of kind of little, kinda, well, not little, but they have a lot of like kind of a lot, a lot of PC stuff. So right. uh, you know, your guess is as good as mine, really. And I know that the PC. Uh, game show is, is, is back this year so they'll usually have a, a big showing there so mm. um, yeah who knows uh, Frost Giant Frost Giant um, yeah um, again another one that's uh, I'm not, not too sure on um we can move on. <laughs> yeah. Levels infinite. Okay, Moving on. <laughs> From that one, we'll, we'll see what they come out with. Uh, uh, Mediatonic. Obviously, just more Fall Guys. <laughs> yeah. That is finally coming to Xbox in the summer. Um, yeah, it's free to play, so it's a, it's a big move for them. Absolutely, I can finally play that game for a week and then get bored with it like everyone else did. Um, me or you? Yo, you. Let's go with you. Uh, oh, that's the that's the the um, what do you call them? Uh, that big that RPG. Jesus, I'm, I'm uh, blanking. Uh, that big, big. No. Um, Genshin Impact. Oh. Uh, yeah, so obviously it's just it's gonna be more Genshin Impact. Yeah, <laughs> let's let's be honest there. Why is Netflix here? Because they have their whole games thing now, guy. You know, you, you know, you can get games on on Netflix now. You can you can download games. Um, any, I haven't tried any of them, but any, any games I want to play. <laughs> well, they do. They they purchase someone notable. Um, we I think we covered it on the podcast. We did. I can't remember who it was though. Yeah. So like they do. Um, I'm sure Netflix games. We're gonna uh, acquisition. Let's just have a look. Didn't they acquired. Um, they they own Boss Fight Entertainment. That's one, but. Um, yeah, no, I can't. Uh, can't think of who it is. Um, can't seem to find it either. But you know, they do have a couple of notable studios, so I wouldn't. Uh, I'd be intrigued to see what what they they have. Um, oh, they, they, it was the Night School Studio as well. Uh, the, the, that the, one. Uh, yeah, they they were a, they're very notable kind of indie studios. So. Yeah, no, it'll be interesting to see what they have. And uh, I quite like uh, Night School, so. Uh, Raw Fury. Yeah, another one I'm uh, 
not too familiar with. So, um, you know, who knows? Who knows if they'll come out of it? Moving on to Samsung. <laughs> I'm guessing Ford. That's another one. I, I, there, I'm, I have no clue. I'd be very intrigued to see what they're going to come out with. Uh, Sega, obviously, it could be anything really, but maybe show more more of the Sonic. More front. Sonic Frontiers, yeah. That would be my my bet. Um, you know, I, I don't know. Outside that, maybe uh, some uh, Football Manager 2023 oh, yes. or uh, that other, that Sonic kind of collection with the, the older yeah. games on it that's coming out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or... Uh, maybe a new Yakuza, although that that that's intriguing in itself because obviously the 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 guy behind Yakuza uh, got uh, poached um, for, by one of the Chinese companies and, and has his own new studio now. So uh, be interested to see where where the Yakuza series goes without him. Um, but yeah, Sonic is probably the safest bet when it comes to Sega. Square. I mean. I, I don't know. You know, will, will they show more Final Fantasy 16? Uh, there was a leak of a trademark for uh, what appears to be another kind of, you know, they, they obviously when they did Final Fantasy 7 Integrate, it was kind of like it, it brought uh, kind of an added DLC story into the mm-hmm. game. There's apparently a leaked trademark for what appears to be yet another kind of side piece. Like it's not part two of Final Fantasy 7 Remake. But it looks to be like another add-on. Obviously, they they really they really got fond of doing that with Final Fantasy Fifteen. There was a lot of like these episodes, as they refer to them. So I wouldn't be surprised to see more for for Final Fantasy Seven, and, and maybe that's uh, the the time for it. Um, out, outside that, I, I think Dragon Quest Twelve. Any more on that? And on other Dragon Quest titles, likewise. Probably more of a Tokyo Game Show thing. Um, there is the you know the, the, the Nvidia leak, which you know, the, yeah. At one point we could have said the things leaked during that were just rumors, but now I think we can safely say anything that was in that leak is happening at some point. And two things in that were Final Fantasy IX remake and uh, a kind of like a remaster of Final Fantasy Tactics. So when they are coming, I have no idea. I'd probably prefer they wait on Final Fantasy IX Remake simply because, like, 16's coming, 7 Remake is, is ongoing. You know, I, I don't think they need to oversaturate things too much. You know, let things breathe for a while and, and then give us um, 7 or 9 Remake eventually. But the, the remaster of Final Fantasy Tactics uh, would, would very much be welcome, and, and I could see that happening. and. Um, yeah, there 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 were a lot of kind of smaller RPGs, but I think we're a little like that that are around the, the horizon. But it's just a lot of them. You tend to lean towards Tokyo Game Show being the, the right place to show them off. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go with. Um, I think it'll be that that episode for seven, like that add-on for for seven remake, is is my personal expectation. Uh, that's 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 where my betting is going uh, as far as Square Enix. Well, we know it won't be any Western stuff anyway, because <laughs> they sacked that in. Absolutely. Any chance 7 Remake ends up on Xbox this month? Probably not. I mean, 
like it was supposed to be exclusive for a year. It seems that uh, Square uh, and, and Sony extended that by at least a year. Let me just check when it came to um, PlayStation or to sorry to, to uh, PlayStation Five, yeah, um, because obviously that will be telling as to when we can experience. I think it was this time last April. No, that, that was the original game. So it came to PS4 in April 2020. It came to PS5 June 10th, 2021. So, yeah, the year is up. So if it is a year, you could well see it announced for Xbox at, uh, I I guess, Xbox's event would be the the most sensible place for that to be announced. Mm. Like, we finally got it. (laughs) Uh, Do we need to see any more of Forspoken or anything like that? Don't think we do, do we? I, I actually forgot about that game. Yeah. That, that, that's an even more obvious thing to be shown. Um, yeah, that seems a no-brainer to show, but like, I'm just hoping that if they do show more of it, that the, the voice acting is a little less cringy because some of the lines... <laughs> yeah, and, uh, it was a game for the watching, not the story, I think, though. Or for the gameplay rather than the story, uh, talking and stuff like that. Uh, Skybound Games. They're the crowd that do the, the Walking Dead, uh, which was another one we, we missed um, on the, the showcase. Obviously, they they showed off uh, Walking Dead Saints and Sinners 2 uh, for PSVR, so I'd imagine there'll just be more on that. Yeah. Uh, would be my guess. Um, I think, though, I could be wrong, but did they own Telltale as well? Now, that rings a bell. To me. I think they do. So if that's the case, I did see Telltale tweeting uh, the other day about um, kind of being back and stuff. So it is a time that we finally see. Well, wasn't Wolf uh, Among too hard rumored? I'm pretty sure I heard that. I heard that somewhere. Or I mean, yeah, yeah, no, no, that's confirmed. So, oh, okay. You know, that would make a lot of sense if uh, Wolf Among Us part of it. I'd love that because I loved the original Wolf Among Us. Like mm-hmm. I adored that game, so I'd be I'd be right there for it. Uh, Steam, I'm guessing Steam Deck advert, more stuff going to Steam Deck. That's it. Game News is going to come out with a, a, a box full of Steam Decks and just start flinging you, them into, the crowd, them into before, the crowd before he realizes this is a bad idea because these things way a lot and then suddenly we, we have you split heads in the, in the crowd and then by apologising um, you make Half-Life free <laughs> um, I mean no wouldn't that be nice <laughs> here's a hospital trip but here's also Half-Life free um, Studio MDHR uh, uh so uh, I mean maybe we'll finally get a date for the, the uh, actually it already has a date the, the delicious last course um, is coming out on June 30th so I'd imagine they'll just look to, to hype that up so uh, yeah yeah, makes sense uh, Tribeca Festival that's just a, a, just a festival, festival. Yeah. I imagine they'll just be bad advertising pretty much uh, WB Game no Warner Brothers Games um, we probably know what's going to be out there from this but Obviously, um, they have the DC Fandom, which is, I think, usually in October. I might be wrong in that. So, maybe Gotham Knights 
saved a wee bit, but I imagine we'll see more of Harry Potter. Uh, probably yeah, do I mean, see Gotham Knights. Anything from Suicide Squad? No, I think they're going to go quiet on Suicide Squad for a while. Um, mm. So, which makes sense after the delay. Um, I think they'll just kind of want to get that done. And they won't want to take the shine off Gotham Knights because I think, the, you know, Gotham Knights is already up against it because people have that, that attitude where it's like, oh, you know, only Rocksteady should make Batman games. And, you know, which I, I don't think it's fair. I actually enjoyed um, Gotham Origins. Like, I, I enjoyed that game. It's mm. not the best Gotham game, of course. Or the Ar- Ar- Arkham, sorry. Arkham Origins. It's not the best Arkham game but it, it's it, it is a very good Arkham game and I just feel like the you know that studio was unfairly treated over, over that game but nonetheless people have treated them that way and, and for that reason you know there's already people who are adverse to this game before it even comes out and I think you know the early previews people haven't been so keen in the RPG elements so you know I, I don't think they'd want to you know, for for you know more reasons than one, but I I don't think they they want to take the shine away by by showing off Suicide Squad as well. So I think the focus will be left on, on Gotham Knights, and uh, I think of course um, Hogwarts Legacy is a, a sure in. Like I mean, and to be honest, that game looks class. Obviously, we weren't doing the podcast at the time when they did the the big gameplay blowout on it, but that game looks amazing. Yes, it does. And I can't wait. Never, as I think I've said this many times, not not I, I like the films, but they've never been one of the special. It's never been one of the special franchises for me. But the game, just I just love the I love the world. I love the world and possibility of wizards and shit like that. Um, at anything else? Um, what was that? Wonder the Wonder Woman game got? Well, it, it was made aware that it existed at their last event thing too soon for anything further than that probably again I, I just think they, they, they want to kind of focus things in terms of their DC superhero games so um, it, it just makes sense with, with Gotham Knights being the one that's imminent um, to, to, to focus the, the limelight there so um, I, I just think you're, you, you never see too much from one company at, at these these things so uh, one or two games usually the max and because they have two obvious games to, to cover I, I think it's it's assuring that that's that that's what we'll see um, and you know I, I think given uh, the magnitude of those two games I don't think people will have any complaints yep I'd be very happy with both them games um, and that is it. Unless I missed the scroll, no, I have not. Um, anything we've missed there for from the summer game fest? No, I, I think we've covered all the the partners. And um, I mean, the, the only other thing I'd, I'd predict is that inevitably Jeff Keighley ends up talking to Kojima at some point. <laughs> that's that's a, that's a that's a safe bet, I feel. We could get the director's cut thing <laughs> of um, I can't even believe it. What's a Amazon Prime game called? Oh, um, uh, oh God, oh God! Uh, Death Stranding. Death Stranding. There has been rumours of a sequel. Could see that. Uh, probably not. It wasn't named, but 
Kojima is his mate. Um, but yeah. But that is it. Anything you want to bring up before we go, Carl? No, I'm, I'm just, you know, uh, I, I, I think this time of the year, it's it's not as, as big as it once was, you know, with E3 yeah. dying and a lot of the companies side and they no longer need to have their individual showcases. Like it's, it, you know, it, it's, it's not as hype as it once was, but nonetheless, I'm, I'm excited for the for this the Summer Games Fest. I'm excited for the Xbox and Bethesda showcase, um, which, of course, we'll, we'll hopefully get into to more so uh, next week in, in more depth. Um, so I, I am excited for these. And, and to be honest, for my sanity, it's probably a good thing that there's going to be less showcases because, mm. you know, we, we all remember how I'd kill myself watching every <laughs> single show. It's sitting through like three hours of, of like the, the, the Japanese showcase, looking at subtitles and and the like and taking notes for, for this podcast. So I'll be glad that this, this time we can just kind of sit down and, and have maybe a more relaxed uh, experience and, and cover these. But nonetheless, I, I am... I'm, I'm excited to see what's coming. Absolutely, absolutely. As Carl said, we should be back hopefully early-ish next week. Um, we'll we'll preview Xbox and any any other news that comes out in that time. But Xbox be a lot of speculation because everything everything's got delayed. But we will we'll get into that next week. But yep, enjoyed. Hopefully, you enjoyed the show. We'll be back next week at some point, and then we'll be back with reviewing all the shows, which will be massive. Um, but thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you, Akal. Goodbye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.